0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirts for the scene. Head over to the popcoproject.com and you can purchase your favorite band t-shirt today. We are raising money for the local artist in northeastern Pennsylvania whose income was drastically affected by COVID-19 in 2020. And although we're in a new year, bands will continue to struggle to perform like they once did. So grab a shirt, support a band, the proceeds of each sale go right to the bands whose shirt you are buying. Once again, head over to thepopgoproject.com and grab your shirt today. Shirts for the Scene is made possible by Axel Rad Screen Printing. Visit them today at axelradarmy.com. My guest today served as an intern for The Weekender in 2007 before being hired full-time as the sales rep later on that year. For those of you who don't know, The Weekender back in the day was the Bible when it came to arts and entertainment in northeastern Pennsylvania. Sadly, she only stuck around for about 10 months but she's still off the mark. We talk about her time at The Weekender, her most embarrassing moment while she was there, her current position as the Associate Director of Annual Giving at the University of Scranton, the nonprofit that she, her husband, and their friends started called Fight for Vets to help veterans, and more. This is The Weekender Files. Welcome to the show, Bridget Chomko. we can talk now. Bridget. Bridget <laughs> Chomko or as how I knew you uh Bridget O'Connor back in the day.
1: Back in like you just said like a lot back like 14 years ago. That's insane. 14
0: years ago. Yeah, was so was it well, wait,
1: was it 06 or was it 06? I think I interned at the weekend or in 07. Yeah, it was, so it was spring amazing. of
0: 2007.
1: Yeah, cuz it was right before I graduated college.
0: Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Weekender Files.
1: Yeah, I'm so ha- I was so excited when you messaged me that you were doing like I thought you were going to do it. You're going to have everybody on all at
0: once. That would be and chaos. that would just
1: be insanity. Yeah. So absolute um, chaos. But they've uh, they've all been awesome. I watched I watched the one with um, Jim right, Jim McDonald.
0: Yeah, he was just on. Uh, yeah, I
1: watched that one today while I was waiting for my dog at the vet, and uh, I had never met him. Um, I feel like he's, he could do like a Ted talk. Like he was really good.
0: Yeah. He's, he's a smart guy. He's like, he was very elusive yeah. too. Like he was, I think I met him like once or twice yeah. throughout my nine years there, but
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I ever, I, I never definitely never met him. But the one thing he said that I was like, that, that he, when you guys were talking about like news and stuff, like how he said like the news they're, they make bias, their business. And I was like, that is really good. Like they're in the business of bias. It's just, yeah. it's crazy.
0: It sucks though. You know, having to, having to fact check the news. Yeah. Almost, you know? Yeah. So thanks for doing this. I do appreciate yeah. it. Um,
1: yeah, They've all been awesome so far. So thank
0: you. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, I, I am losing my memory as far as like what happened when and. Um, oh, <laughs> so So w- and lot's happened since you know you said you said you were an intern in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we start there? You were in college. You went to Wilkes University. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you land an internship at the Weekender?
1: I honestly don't even know. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm sure I mean, Sharon yeah. Costano has. I was just going to say
1: Sharon. She probably. So I I had done the. The year before, prior, I did an internship at the Lion Brewery, and That's then right. that was yeah. my junior year. And then I ended up working at the Lion Brewery after I graduated, and then I interned at the weekend or the following year, and then I ended up working at the or right after the Lion Brewery. So it was just like everything kind of came full circle. Um, I really don't know. And you were, I think you were my boss as an intern too, weren't yeah. you? boss. It was me, yeah. <laughs> me, um, Car- Carmen Winters. Carmen, yep. Sean Eicher.
0: Yep, the three, you, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was fun. That was, really fun. And it's funny. I know in the podcast with Christy, she, like you were saying, like you were the only guy intern or like there wasn't many guys that were doing that. So I think it was, it was fun for me and Carm and Sean to be interns and have you as our boss.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I hope that I like gave you some kind of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> three well, I, I, I came and worked there so i mean i'm doing something right now yeah and you know i keep saying like you know sean's doing very well Carmen's doing very well you're doing well i mean like it's it's either me uh <laughs> maybe the university of scranton or maybe the three of you just had really great parents and great people in general right
1: yeah i ran into carmen at uh this is my son was still like a baby and he's almost three and hit Carmen's son was little too. We at the aquarium at Steamtown, him and his wife. That was probably the first time I've seen him in 10 years.
0: (laughs) This is the first time I've seen you um, since probably the weekend or days. I, I remember I
1: saw saw you at uh, the times building when I, so
0: yes, uh, my husband
1: and I run a nonprofit along with a couple other people and we were doing something for our nonprofit at the, times building maybe with rock 107 with yes, dave
0: i forgot about oh. that yes i did see you i guess a little more recently that was
1: still a couple years
0: ago yeah and then i saw you on the street one time just walking randomly like on the square
1: yeah the, uh in scranton right
0: yeah yeah, I was yeah my lunch. office
1: is my office so i work at the u right but my office is downtown it's um across from where Farley's used to be, which now it's city market, but nobody really knows city market. I mean, at least people our age, then younger people don't know Farley's. Yeah. Sorry. My dog is crying in the background.
0: Well, your dog, thought,
1: I'm
0: like, Oh, baby's up.
1: No, no. She, oh, I had her at the vet today. Animal problems. So. Oh
0: no. It's always something, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Life. So you did an internship at the weekender. I was your boss. Yep. weird to think about because like we're not that you know far in age right <clears throat> i don't and think so <laughs> at, at that point in my life i was like still like getting after it <laughs> i should have not been <laughs> anyone's boss like but they kept sending me interns from wilkes it was great
1: <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't really remember you like being bossy it's like rather than more i was, so was hung over most
0: of the time probably
1: just kind of telling us what to do and you know I think we had to do like the model and the man of the week pictures and stuff. Yeah. Like thank that. God
0: for you guys. Cause I was like over that at that point.
1: With the one single digital camera that the weekender owned and shared. Like, yes, it's crazy brick. to think how different it is now. And I also remember we always had to check the, um that hotline or whatever. Was there like, yes. a question of the week that people uh, have to call and answer? What, the, what was that?
0: What was, yeah. Well, there was the tell us section, but that was like, That wasn't a call-in thing. There was a book of the week at one point. Um, I don't remember what that was.
1: Was it like a trivia question or something? I don't know. I just remember like crazy people calling in, like not (laughs) answering the question and just like, kind of like probably like Talkback 16, like all the crazies see a number to call and leave a message.
0: (laughs) We should have took more advantage of that, that (laughs) hotline. I don't know how we would have, you know, got the recording of it, but we should have done that. Because I mean, Talkback 16 is a riot. I mean, that's the best part of the news.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's kind of, it's like the funniest thing and also the saddest thing at the same time. I think my goal in life is just to get to the point where I can, you know, watch the news and call and complain about it <laughs> and, and, with, and, with, and not be educated about what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, I was, that's like the requirement <laughs> for Top X 16. I think that's the only ones they put on.
0: Yeah. Oh man, what a riot. But, but yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like as an intern, it was the winter time so it was like your spring semester right mm-hmm. i guess it would be um and then you finished up in probably i don't know was it was it winter or spring i can't remember so that's think, what i'm doing so is. when
1: when is readers when was readers choice because i think i know i was there for that april so it was definitely the spring semester then
0: so we were there for two readers choice then, because you were, so you were um, a short timer. So you were an intern in 2007, and then you were hired mm-hmm. full time in December of 2007. Mm-hmm. But you only stuck around until September of 2008. Yeah. <laughs> so like most people at the weekend, or short timer took advantage of the eight months that you were there, or nine months rather, maybe. And then you went off somewhere else. But uh talk a little bit about what the weekender was to you. As you know, it could be as an intern or you know full-time and and um, because I think it was different for everyone, but I think it is also the same.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think and I, you know, ever since you asked me to do this, I've been thinking about my time there. And like like we were talking about before you started recording, like, I don't remember everything like. I I found some old, um, ads and I'm like, where are these, where were these businesses? Like, I don't even remember being at these places and they were my accounts, you know? (laughs) And I, and I was thinking about it and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I was the only person that wasn't from like down near wilkes And that's probably why I had the Scranton territory when I got hired.
0: Yeah. I Um, think Janelle left.
1: Janelle was there, but she took, a different territory. She took like wilkes because Janelle and I were there at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, because you used to sit where Tiffany sat, which was next to me, right?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Right, 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 right. Okay, now it's coming together.
1: Yeah, I don't... Katie, did Katie leave and Janelle took her?
0: Well, Katie left in the spring, summer of 07, so I took over her territory.
1: Oh, then, so, okay. You
0: must have taken over Tiffany's territory, which is like, spare Pittston, kind of, I think. No,
1: I had Scranton.
0: You had Scranton. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, so I think I think Janelle took over.
0: Oh right, I'm sorry. I yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then she yeah. left though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't. She must have. I must have left not too long after her either, or maybe a couple of months. I mean, had to be within a couple of months. But I was only there for you know nine, ten months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just remember like seriously a lifetime ago, like. I didn't even know what bars are around anymore. Like, and at that time in our lives, we were, that was our job, like going out to bars and doing these promotions. And I actually, in the, in the um, insert that I found, it's a parade day insert um, with all the ads around it and on the back. I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like, at the time I didn't know these people. And I'm looking and it's like, a oh, look what you missed from Fuse, which I was like, where the heck
0: was Fuse <laughs> downtown Wilkes Bear? Like in okay, the mid- midtown village, like across from where Katana was.
1: Oh, okay. Kind
0: of. Okay. Yeah. That
1: was a couple different things, I think, wasn't it? It was
0: Fuse, and I think that bar, and I talked about this with Mike Lillo. That bar was like a really cool hip bar, but I think it was like ahead of its time. And after that, it was uh Luna. Um okay, Lorenzo Medico. Yeah. Lorenzo Medico and I want to say his name was Pat Patrick. I forget his last name. They opened up something after that. Um, yeah. So what'd you find?
1: So anyway, it's a look what you missed from Wednesday, March twelfth, two thousand eight. So okay. it was the um, parade day insert oh, wow. um, with all the Scranton bars, but the look what you missed, which I'm talking about. There's a picture of Tom Graham in it, <laughs> oh, wow. which I did not know him at the time. I'm pretty, I'm like 90% sure that's him right there.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, and then who else is in this? I don't think there was anybody else in the photos that I knew. Oh, Tiffany, Missy she's in it. And then um, the air guitar contest. Oh, I was like, God. Oh my gosh, the judges, like Edwin from picture perfect. Like he was my, he was my wedding band. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know him then. And he was a, <laughs> so there's the air guitar. I remember that. Yeah. Ad. I remember that promotion. And it's like, there was a lot of people that did that. Like just came. Yeah.
0: You think about it now it's like, why would people do that?
1: So the, the grand prize was a $500 gift certificate to five seven O tattooing in a two night stay in Boston. So that was, that was a pretty good prize.
0: Two night stay in Boston. Was that for St. Patty's day?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was That's
0: probably through Paulson tours, right?
1: Yep. It was. Yeah,
0: I was on that trip. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And wow. I, I remember like being super excited for parade day, too, when when I worked there, because like Scranton, I was a Scranton rep and like everything in downtown Scranton, like Tinks was my account. And, you know, it was just fun to I remember we, we got up in the morning and I don't even remember who was with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to like Kildare's and then we went to tanks and we went to all the accounts that were on this little map and, um, yeah, half of them aren't even opened anymore. Like obviously tanks, that's whatever it is now.
0: Uh, Probably. levels.
1: Well, Le- okay. I've never been to it as levels. Have you? No,
0: <laughs> I haven't been out to like a mainstream bar in oh, I don't know how long.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, definitely with, with kids and everything it's insane but yeah um molly brannigan's that's closed
0: molly brannigan's was that part of that was like hard no no that was uh,
1: on lakawanna ave it was like attached to the parking garage
0: oh yes okay it's where yeah yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. where that bartari Bartari is bartari is now yeah yes yes
1: um yeah it's just like all these places like why is the diamond club on a
0: parade day. Ad. No, man. You, you know what? After parade day, <laughs> you gotta hit up the Diamond Club. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I've I'm glad you mentioned that. As an intern, uh did you ever think you'd be part of uh a product that was, you know, required you to attend adult clubs?
1: <laughs> um no, I <laughs> don't promotions? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I probably didn't share that one with my parents, like hey, my internship, I have to go to a strip club. <laughs> I don't like, I don't even really specifically remember being I, there for like events or anything though, to be honest.
0: I vaguely remember we were at G club 10. It was me, you, Sean, Carmen, I believe for something. What was cool about that place though, is was like, we were, we were working, right? So we weren't like, it wasn't like we were sitting around watching, you know, <laughs> girls dance and throw money at the, <laughs> so we were just, we was there, but, uh. Yeah, was it, a pro- it
1: like, did we have do a
0: promotion there? Like
1: what time? We must've.
0: It was at what night. What were we
1: doing there?
0: <laughs> I have no idea. TJ was there. My friend TJ. I don't, we were all hanging out there, yeah. but that was also a place where we would go just to hang out. It was just, it was weird. It was like, we, people would go there to hang out because it wasn't like, it wasn't presented as this, like, you know, a lot of strip clubs are seen as like this, like, you know, sketchy, like dirty, grimy places that was a place people would go to like after the bars closed just to go hang out. It was, it was weird. Yeah. Not that weird. was probably,
1: that might've been the internship time. Might've been the only time I was, probably. I was ever there. <laughs> Cause I, and I honestly don't really remember it.
0: I don't remember. It, it, maybe I could be wrong too. I could be very wrong. I don't remember. But yeah. So back to the map. Yeah. Dino oh yeah. There.
1: Anyway. Um, so who else is not a brick house. That's, that was Iran's, which is no longer opened either. Right. No, brick the brick house, house is open. Oh, it in, is? In DuPont? Yeah, I thought that was where Arantz used to
0: be. No, Arantz was on Main Street in Dury. Okay.
1: Um, the Bog, which at the time, like, I remember dealing with Brian. And then, like, after the week, obviously, after, you know, 14 years later, um, I ended up getting to know him a little bit just because um, my husband is good friends with the guys from Loyalty. And we'd go to, like, their Christmas parties at the Bog. And, like, and now, you know, thinking back, it's like, you didn't even realize? It. I mean, I'm sure you knew Brian, right? Yeah. From
0: the Bob. Yeah. Just horrible. Yeah, it was. It was a big loss to the community. Um, I remember I was doing an event down in Looksmart Carl Hall when I found out that he had passed, and I was like, I was hosting the show, and I was a mess. I was a mess. Yeah. I was in the bat. I was in the green room crying, and like, I didn't know him well enough to be like to feel like I lost a friend. I just knew what a person he was. Like, in the community. And, like, yeah. he was also a father. So, like, I'm looking at it as, you know, me being a father. And so, like, his son lost an amazing man. And then, like, his wife, he was married, too. So, his wife lost an amazing man. He was just he was just a stellar human being.
1: Yeah, I didn't know him well, either. Just, you know. Just, but he didn't have to. But, like
0: He just knew he was yeah, a good guy. Yeah, like,
1: he was one of those people. Like, if you met him, you just knew he was, like, a good person.
0: So. And that was a big loss for this area.
1: Oh, definitely. You know, people are still
0: people are still feeling that to, to this day for sure. Yeah. I almost, I almost started to be an apprentice with him at loyalty barbershop. Oh really? He, yeah. Yeah. In 2016. So was that um, the
1: Scranton one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause he start, we were both going to start at the same time. And I don't know what happened with me. Like, you know, it would have been an an amazing opportunity, but and I I really wanted to do it, but I also like, I couldn't not make money for, the length of the apprenticeship. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I can't do that. I can't do it. Um, so I passed up on it, but you know, yeah.
1: Was... Yeah. My, well, like I said, my, yeah, my husband's good friends with Jim and like Jim and Brian were at our wedding. <laughs> oh really? Um, oh. Yeah. So yeah, they're just, they're just all that whole group of people. They're just all really good people.
0: Yeah. Jim is my loyalty. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah Jim's my barber. I'm going there tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Brian just cut our son's hair. He was like, a little weepy getting his hair cut. He doesn't like the buzzers. So oh really? Yeah.
0: I took my son once there to get his hair cut. Um he's a little fidgety. He, he did all right, but yeah. Um yeah. I only took him once. He's not I don't think he's ready for that yet. I don't know why, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't get like I didn't even go in this last time because I, I get two. <laughs> I'm just go. <laughs> Actually, when um so this is completely off topic, but his hair got super long because my husband and I both had COVID. Really? Um, Yeah. The end of December. Um, so yeah, I mean, thank God we, we didn't have it too bad. Um, we, so my husband's a funeral director, um, and you know, this whole past 10 months, he's been in and out of hospitals, nursing homes. Um, so I was like, just assuming I'm like, we're definitely going to get it. And I'm like, well, 10 months, we, we finally got it. Um, so he, he lost his taste and smell and we're like, well, this is it. <laughs> and I was like terrified. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get it. The baby's going to get it. Um, and luckily, you know, he lost his taste and smell, um, you know, was tired and everything. Um, and then a few days later I didn't have any symptoms, but got tested and I had it. And then a few days later I lost my taste and smell. Um, just like really bad headaches for a few days and Other than that, I think we were, you know, really fortunate that we didn't get it too, too bad.
0: So yeah, no kidding. And do you think he got it from just being around? I know. I mean, he could have got
1: it at Home Depot. You know, (laughs) we don't, we don't
0: know. It's so weird how this travels too, because like my sister in law who lives in L.A. or California, I don't know what part of California, but um, she had it. She she tested positive, but her daughter who lives with her didn't.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like it's just weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, our son didn't really have, he had a runny nose the one day and that was all that was really wrong with him. But the doctor said like, you just assume that he had it too. Right. So, but now I'm just like, okay, well, I'm fortunate or like happy that we, you know, didn't have it too bad and now we're over it. And now like, supposedly you have a little bit of immunity for a little while right? um, before we can get the vaccine. So hopefully, hopefully we won't get it again. because.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I can't imagine. I've been fortunate, and we were. I was working from home for two months, but we've been back in the office since June. And luckily, like my office is pretty, pretty spread out. You know, are you still at Rock One
1: Hundred and Seven?
0: Well, today is the twenty-first, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because by the time this is posted, it will be posted on the twenty-seventh. Okay. So, by the time this goes live, I will be at Time Shamrock for two days. Uh, my last day there is the 29th.
1: Oh, okay. Are you leaving or you going to the I, yeah.
0: I accepted a job with Axel Rad Screen Printing as their director of oh, operations, cool. marketing, and sales. Cool. So, that's it's exciting. Who you,
1: that's who you're working with to do like the shirt printing stuff for the yes. r- fundraising stuff. Cool. Yes. It's really yes. cool.
0: Yeah. It's a, you know, Dave, one of the owners there, he he and I have talked for like 11 years. I think it's been, (laughs) we've talked about working together or me working for him and it was, I wasn't looking, Um, you know, they're expanding. They just bought a new building. They're moving into um, still in Wilkesbury, across from Holland back golf course. And he he needs somebody and you know, he's, he's making moves and he's like, let's do it. And I'm like, Okay. And it was, it was really perfect timing. And I, and I'm excited for this for a a bunch of different reasons. And one, because it happened organically. Um, and I always like, I like when that stuff happens and like my radio show that I was doing got put on hiatus, so to speak. And so I had nothing that really hold me back at the station anymore. So it it all just, Oh, I have a cat here. Okay. (laughs) It has a dog and I have a cat. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh. You in it. What's what's that cat's name? This cat's name is Mooch. And actually it was around six years ago to the day that we rescued this cat from outside.
1: So this is really weird. I feel like I remember your last cat. It was what was Chevis.
0: Chevis. Yes. I remember still-
1: that for some, some random reason. I can't remember anything and I remember your cat's name.
0: He's still alive. That, that really? Is, that's, how old is he? Oh, he's 2004. He was, so seven, he'll be 17 in June, July. He still have him? Yeah, he's been diabetic for nine years.
1: So do him just like insulin dependent?
0: Insulin shots twice a day.
1: Oh, my My vet gosh. is like, I
0: don't know how that cat is still alive.
1: <laughs> oh my! I can't believe I remember the cat's name. To be honest, I don't
0: even know how you would remember that cat's name. No idea. That's funny. No
1: idea. You really must've liked your cat. If you, if I, you talked, I definitely never met it. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I do love the cat. I mean, it's, it's very sentimental to me because um, the reason I have the cat is because one of my best friends, dad's pa- dad passed away and the cat had kittens right before the dad, his dad passed and he was in state college at school. And like, he had these cats and he's like, I can't take him to school with me. So I like, I took one and that's the cat that I took. He's still alive and so forth. So, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I'm not going to say I want him to go on, but I mean, he's a mess. He's messy.
1: That's what my one dog that was at the vet today is like that, too.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hope that he's like in good shape, like as far as like, you know, not in pain. But I mean, every time I see him, he's mostly either uh, flipping his water bowl over and making me mad or, you know, making a mess in the litter box or just sleeping. So, I, I mean, I assume he's okay, but... What are you gonna yeah, do?
1: So, so you've been you haven't been working from home throughout the whole pandemic then. You've been, no. you've been back in the
0: office. Yeah, we were back in the office back in June. So it's been six months. Um Yeah, but you know, wearing the masks and and social distancing, like I had my own office there, so I wasn't and I'm never with you know, with people very long. But yeah, so my my wife has not been, you know, exposed. <laughs> what's wrong with your dog what what happened oh my
1: gosh so she has arthritis so that's her like so she's on pain medicine but like when she lays down for a long time I probably should have like put her downstairs because this might go on for a while but um yeah she has arthritis and then today she went to the vet because she's like starting to lose weight um and she's been like she's 10 years old she's a boxer so like they don't like our, we had another boxer who passed away last year. He was fourteen, um, and she's just like she got like feeble. I feel bad. Like she's like slow. Um, but this morning she had pooped in the house, so I was like, all right, something's wrong. Like gotta okay. take her to the vet. And that's a very weird thing about COVID. Like I lost my taste and smell, and it's back, but I could not smell dog poop cleaning up <laughs> this morning. So hmm. guess it's not fully back yet. Well,
0: that's good, right?
1: Yeah, super random. <laughs> yeah, my husband's like, You can't smell poop or farts. That's great.
0: That'd <laughs> be that's a that'd be a big bummer for me. I love to share <laughs> my farts with my wife. She doesn't appreciate it. But I I'm, I'm actually better now because we're on this like Mediterranean diet and okay. we're trying to eat better. So I smell like much better than usual. From the diet? I guess. I'm I'm not oh. eating garbage food and <laughs> Destroying my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) So it makes her happy. I'm not, you know, (laughs) dropping bombs in the house. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I mean back to the weekender, like this map is just
0: um Was there an ad for fixture on the back of that? Can you show that? I think I saw that. Uh
1: yeah, that's on the wolf. Oh yeah, no, it is.
0: Fixture, April 3rd, Lewis and Clark. Uh can you go up a little bit? Yeah, okay. I was a fuse. Mike and I were talking about that. Uh, what was
1: Fixture? I don't remember that.
0: So it was uh like an original music series that Mike uh put together. Um and he, and he wanted to do it, he saw like things happening at the bog with this like the, like indie like scene. Uh mm-hmm. so he didn't want to do it there. He wanted to kind of bring that to Wolksbear, that's why it was down at Fuse. Um yeah, I think that's I think that's how it worked. But it was just like this like, like you know, it's underground, like indie rock uh monthly like thing we did
1: yeah that's another thing like i don't think i ever went to one of those
0: Bridget. and if i did
1: i do not remember
0: (laughs) how dare you did you go to anything
1: in your your full (laughs) i definitely did so one of the things when you first asked me um to do this i was like trying to think of like funny things that happened and like it's really hard to like think of one specific thing But one thing, and like, I've talked about this to people before, like probably one of the stupidest things I've ever said and the most embarrassing things that I've ever done in my life was at a weekender event. And when I tell you this, you're probably going to remember because you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you were so stupid. Um,
0: I can't wait. I cannot wait. It
1: was at, it was at Reader's, one of the Reader's Choice, I think it was when I was an intern still. I don't think I, it was when I was working there. Um. And it was at a bar on um, River Street down in there. I don't. Yeah,
0: River Street um, Ale House. R.I.P. Okay. No longer there. Yeah, it's yeah. like some. It's like some weirdo like church thingy.
1: Oh, gee, I haven't been down that way in forever. Like I, especially with the pandemic, like I haven't been anywhere.
0: But yeah, um, anyway, in, my. It, it flooded that? in 2011. It flooded in, in, oh. in 2011, and then I, they never opened that back up. So, but. So
1: yeah, we, it was reader's choice and yeah, it definitely was when I was entering cause I remember Sean and yes. Carmen being there with us and um, everybody took turns reading like the winners, like of ca- different categories.
0: <laughs> this is and, coming back to me. It's coming back to me. <laughs> I don't remember the thing exactly, but yes, yes, go.
1: <laughs> and I had, I was reading like the adult categories, which, okay, that's great. So I get to one and like I'm nervous. I'm in front of a tons of people. Like there were so many people yeah, there that jammed. came King reader, Reader's Choice. And I'm on a microphone and I get to the category and I just read it quickly and after I read it I immediately want to like crawl out of my skin, throw up, cry all at the same time. <laughs> the category was I'll just say it how I said it. I said best lingerie. Oh um, yes lingerie
0: yes best and lingerie everybody yep.
1: was like dying laughing. like i couldn't even correct myself i just sounded like a complete idiot but that was definitely <laughs> one of the things like even i still talk about that like the dumbest thing i've ever one of the dumbest things i've ever said but you know you're so nervous and you're just reading right off of yeah what you had seeing, it so. had
0: nothing to do with you know your knowledge <laughs> just <laughs> <that's>, you <laughs> know what i i think that's one good thing about the, the weekend, and I know for me as an intern too, it forced me to do things that I never would have done. Um, and, you know, we're talking about being on a stage and being in front of hundreds of people, like yeah, that's, that's nerve wracking.
1: Definitely. Yeah, that was definitely. Um, and I, I'm sure there was other things, but I think we had to announce bands at concert for a cause. Like I remember yep. being super nervous to do that and up in front of people too. And I'm sure there was other stuff. So yeah, I definitely remember being at events. <laughs> Some events I'm still
0: nervous I mean. to this day doing that stuff. And I've done it a thousand times. I'm nervous. Yeah, to-
1: I luckily in my, in my job now, I don't really have to have to do that anymore. So um,
0: well, that's a good segue. Nice. What do you do now?
1: So I um, work at the university of Scranton. Um, I've been there for going on nine years now. Wow. Um, in fundraising. So um, I work in annual giving. So <laughs> I, um, I like all the annoying solicitations that you get from your college. Like I write though, a lot of those, (laughs) um, I do a lot of work on like our day of giving, um, which is in May, like our giving Tuesday campaign, um, doing a lot of like emails out to alumni, like designing email, writing the content for it. Um, but really like a lot of it, what I really like the most is, and a lot of people don't know this about Fundraising, let alone the University of Scranton, but like there's a lot of programs that really benefit Scranton, um, like the city in general. Um, one of the programs that I work on, Business High School Scholars, that like um, that started, a, we started fundraising for a year back and we've raised like over $150,000 for the program and it allows local high school students to come to the university and take classes completely free of charge. Um, so any students from Lackawanna County, from Luzerne County, from Susquehanna County, we've had students from all over the area come through it and um, it's just a really great program. And that's just one of the things that, you know, makes fundraising sounds like a boring job. Sometimes I think like when I'm like, I tell people that it's like, Oh, that sounds, that doesn't sound too interesting, but um, you know, there's that, there's programs that we fundraise um, to uh, for education students to volunteer at um, the housing projects for an after-school program where kids get, um food and snacks and help with homework um so you know you fundraise for these things but then you go and actually see it in right. action it's definitely you know it definitely um, makes it makes it worthwhile
0: um rewarding yeah that's yeah, good I so
1: i mean I there's like... a lot of other stuff you know but they're, they're just two that stand out that you know right
0: are fun but to if, talk about i feel like tiffany also is in some kind of
1: yeah. So um, we had talked a couple of times about, uh, I know she's in, I don't know where she's in development or is she.
0: It's for a program in Pittsburgh, but she works remotely, I think.
1: Yeah. So we had talked, um, when she, cause she had just moved back to the area mm-hmm. like within the past year or two, maybe.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, and she had been messaging me. Um, we were, we had been talking a little bit about development on LinkedIn. Like we were talking, Oh, I think we were messaging on LinkedIn. Um, about development. So, and I, that, I didn't finish her podcast. There was a couple that I didn't finish. Cause you know, with like your son and trying to how do dare you? time and
0: how okay. dare you not finish, <laughs> didn't finish
1: all of them. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get there.
0: I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate anyone who listens to five minutes of this. Um, I know. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: what am I going to talk about? Like, I'm not like, who's going to want to hear me talk anyway. Like, It's not, not,
0: you know what, it, everyone says that. Right. And like, you know, I maybe I have like five listeners, right? It's not, it's not for, it's not for everyone. uh I'm hoping that like this is a, a good time for you, and it's definitely something that I, I'm enjoying immensely. um Every time I do these, I, it's like, it's funny too, because I'll wake up and you know, think about think about what I have to do for the day. It's like you know work, and you know I gotta talk to Bridget tonight. I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah no but like once i start doing it I'm like this is this is exactly what i want to, be, want to be doing and it's so much fun and like i again i haven't talked to you or really you know spent time with you since oh. the weekend or so it's like it's it's cool to catch up and i mean people people um you good you light just burnt power. out yeah light just <laughs> of course. i was wondering why it was like, this shit was dimming before but um Uh, it was such a great moment in my life. And I think it's also a a great moment in anyone who was there and people who knew what it was, I think really appreciated what it was too. So it's like, you know, if people like it, great. If not, that's, that's fine too. I, I hope it's more for, for me and and you and whoever is a guest on it. And if, if not, that's fine too. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think like, everybody, I think that worked at the weekender can agree. Like, you're never going to have a job like that again. There, I mean, even the whole industry like newspaper. And I know just because I listened to you and Jim talk um, about how it's just like completely different. Like now that social media is around, like there's no need for these places to advertise in, in a paper like that, you know, when we were there and I'm thinking like, Oh, seven, Oh, eight, Facebook was around and and I think MySpace, but that they weren't Kinda, like really yeah. they weren't used for like advertising purposes no. um, then. And bars and restaurants weren't putting out you know all their bands and and I feel, and I don't know if I'm just have been away from like going out for so long, but like do places still have band? Well, obviously pre pandemic, did places still have bands as much as they did when like <sighs> the weekender was you know super packed with. I know a bunch of people talked about the band boxes, but like, yeah. I just feel like there were so many bands then so many well-known ones that people like, they're like, Oh, I'm going there this weekend because this band is there, you know?
0: Yeah. So a couple of things, I, there's less, there's less places for bands to play for one. That's, that's without question. I think the bands still exists. Um, and I mean, there's places like the V spot who was doing entertainment every night of the week. Uh stage West, that used to be called the Vault. He transformed the Vault into Stage West to like specifically have a place for bands to play. Um, the Keys had uh bands probably three or four times a week. There were definitely places to play, there were just less less of them, right? Yeah, and it just it's just so different now, like. <sighs> I think the this, this generation that's before us, they're just used to staying in and, and it's so hard to get people out of their homes. And that's one yeah. thing like with this pandemic, I'm really worried about because like, it was so hard to get people out of their homes prior to this. Now yeah. for the past 10 months, not only have they been home, they've been told to stay home. And now the streaming services have like, you know, stepped up their game and you know, there's Netflix and Hulu and this, that, the other thing. And yeah. uh, bands have been doing live streams on, on, you know, the social media channels, like everything is on this screen now. Like, and it's kind of scary.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Did you watch the social dilemma? I did. Yeah. I, I think I fell asleep halfway through it. <laughs> so I need to get, catch up. I'm very bad at sticking with like a shower, or finishing a movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's scary. Like, real I mean, scary. It, and that's, a, I mean, that's really probably the reason why the weekender. It, it's not, it's not printed anymore. Right. They don't print anymore.
0: They stopped printing it right before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit. And I think that kind of expedited the whole, like, you know, we're not going to print this ever again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And they don't even update their website anymore. Um, And I was talking to someone there and they feel that they still have the audience, like the audience is still there. They just don't know how to reach them. And it's, it's, it's weird because like, yeah, you can't make a print product to an audience who's 21 to 25 Because that's not where they're living. That's not where they're consuming their entertainment, you know? But, I mean, I think The Weekender could have transitioned to, you know, online. I mean, we were doing party favors. I think you probably remember that. We were doing, like, videos to, you know, promote the, you know, places to go on the weekend and and things to do. And Mike and Nikki were doing, uh, I think it was called Daily Dose. Oh, yeah, I remember
1: that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I...
0: Yeah. So we yeah, weren't that
1: doing was, like, that was cool. Yeah. I remember we did a, I don't know if it was a promo video for parade day.
0: Okay. And
1: we like Steve, like maybe interviewed all of us for it and like somebody had like um, big maracas or something. And I don't know what I said, but it, I don't know if it wasn't the right thing we needed me to say, but you guys dubbed a guy's voice over my voice <laughs> in like slow motion. <laughs> That's um, cool. so yeah, I definitely remember the, the parade day promo video that we, did. and I don't like it, it must've just been online. I would assume.
0: And that was like kind of ahead of his time to yeah. an extent. And then we, we were doing weekender sessions when Mike was still there. So that was probably, oh man, I can't even remember what year anymore, but those things that we filmed, we filmed a guy who was in a, a pretty popular project. I can't even think of the name now. God. My memory is so horrible these days. It used to be so great. But we, we filmed this guy like on the end of a dock at Harvey's Lake and right. it was, it was well done. It was, it was a sound quality. It was great. Like it was stuff that no one else was doing, especially here in an EPA. But like we did that because we were passionate about it and the company never put money behind us to try like, they wanted us to do like go the digital route, but they were like, just go do it. It's like, well, we need these these tools to make sure. You know,
1: with our do, one digital camera. Yeah, that we do it right. Right. Pass around the office to do look, the, look what you missed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, and that's, that's the problem with, uh, I feel like media companies, specifically newspapers. And I guess I'll say that, uh, now that I'm leaving, I, I just feel like they constantly live in the fear of loss. It's, it's, they're just constantly scared of losing things instead of looking towards the future and and figuring out a a, a better plan. Yeah, and I'm not sitting here saying I have all the answers because I don't. Because if I did, I'd probably be a millionaire. But um, and yeah. it's just my opinion. Yeah, but
1: yeah, I haven't opinion. I haven't had read a newspaper, and I mean I read online, but you know my mom still gets a newspaper. I'll look at it when her house sometimes, but. It's just crazy. Like, remember some of the weekenders being like a hundred and some pages. And then I remember the last time I saw one, I think it was like 10.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it sucks to see what it, what it's become. Because like you said, I mean, there was one point we were adding, like, I think the most we could ever print was like 96 pages.
1: Oh, was it? I, I, but, I thought but no. It was one
0: over. time, one time we we actually had to add pages to it to to because I don't I don't know what we. Was, I feel
1: like I remember that
0: we sold something. Maybe you were there for that. I mean,
1: yeah, it's funny. So on the other um, huge map thing, there's a giant tanks ad that was like, and I remember being like super pumped about this because like that was like a lot of money, so it was a good commission. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if you remember, like, tanks had closed like all of a sudden. And then somebody bought it really quickly and opened it for parade day. So like nobody even knew that Tink's was going to be opened. And all of a sudden it, it was open, but it was like, just very, I think very bare or no, they had it decorated and stuff, but it was like very quickly. They opened it.
0: Right. What's smart. I mean, a lot of those places in downtown Scranton would make their mortgage payment for the year on one one day. And that was, that was back in the day though. Like here every year that went by, the bars would like make less money than the, the previous year. And I don't know if it was because, and they stopped doing cover charges because just to get more people in, it was weird. Like just the kids now, like, I think they're very health conscious. Like they're not, they're not, they don't drink like we used to drink. Um, they don't have fun. Like we had fun. Like, I, I don't know. Not that you have to have, you'd be drinking to have fun, but there's, there's times <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's times like you know, parade day, like go out and have a good time, like yeah. you know,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I don't work with a ton of students, um, at the U. I because I'm in the alumni and development office, but we have like student callers and we have events and stuff. And I just don't, I don't think, um, at least college students at the university, like I don't even they're like they don't go downtown a lot, I don't think. Um, they stay like up in the hill section, there's like two bars, I think one of them might have closed. Um, like there was. Oscars and Cockeyes and that's like the two places they all go to Um, but yeah like the students that like we would have um, like grad assistants and I would always be like well where's like the cool places to go now and you know they would go to backyard ale house but I don't think they were other than that I don't think they really went downtown a lot
0: and the thing is they have Uber now like we had to worry about like yeah you know not drinking too much so we could drive home or or thinking about who's going to take us home yeah you have Uber now, like just, you can go wherever you want,
1: yeah, yeah, we, we actually we took an Uber not too long ago, and it was like uh the guy had like a shower curtain taped <laughs> taped oh, really? up in between, yeah, in between um the seats. We were, I, feel, I feel like we went to it we had a wedding or no, an engagement party. that's what it was in like maybe October. um and yeah, and yeah it was like completely closed off, yeah, um so that was that was weird, but I mean, people are still ubering, I guess.
0: Yeah. I haven't been in an Uber. I really don't, I haven't been out since before this all happened.
1: Yeah. It's almost a year now. Can you believe that? I know. I know. Like I've been working from home since March 12th. Um, We is, so I think the parade, they canceled Scranton parade day, like maybe a few days before that. And then we at the university, we have a huge event that Friday night before parade day called Shamrock and Eve where alumni from the past 10 years all come back for that one night and go to the parade the next day. And we had to cancel it like a few, like, I think just a few days before. And all these people had paid up front to come. So we kind of like spun it into a fundraiser, like, Hey, we'll give you your money back, or you can donate it to here. And we made like a quick video and we ended up raising like a good amount of money for this program, um, that helps, um, called seed in el salvador um and it's like for it helps this community in el salvador um it was a really great video that we put together really quick so we we pivoted from it (laughs) but it's like i hate that word uh, i know i feel like it's overused in the pandemic Overused. sorry
0: it's okay (laughs) the new norm (laughs) the new norm you want to Um, to talk about that's overused what's that fucking bernie sanders
1: i didn't hear what the first part of what you said you
0: know what's you know what's overused
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: I know today. Oh so. my God. I mean, it was funny last yesterday when it was, like, when it first happened, like there was like k- funny captions, like they were put in funny places, but then today, now it's every- just, he was just everywhere. Like, you know what? They weren't even like well done. Like I saw them at Knobles, Like <laughs> they were, they, they were kind of well done, but like there's an app now or a website you can just like type in, like, oh. I put in my address and like, he was like, sit outside my house. It's amazing. It's amazing. The internet's an amazing place, but also scary, but, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. You were saying, you know, you guys kind of.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're coming up on that event again this year and it's like, are, can we do it? We don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, um, it is January 21st. Uh, and today the Pittston parade was canceled officially.
1: We're all, has Volksbear and Scranton canceled?
0: They have not officially, but, Uh, um, you know, I've heard some things. Um, and I, I just don't see. I mean, if Pittston canceled theirs, which is smaller than the Scranton yeah. parade, I mean, I just don't see how it happens.
1: Yeah, I, it makes. And I, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like not being able to do all these things with your son. Like now that they're like a fun age, they're yeah. like your son is what three? He's just turned. He just three?
0: turned three in December. Yours is turning three in April, right?
1: April, yeah, and it's, like not being able to bring him to a St. Patrick's Day parade and like we, we didn't go to the beach over the summer. Like it's, it sucks not being able to do all these like first things. And now, now that they like know what's going on, you know?
0: Yeah. It just popped up. We took uh, Lincoln to um, Disney on ice last January. It was like a year ago, yesterday, the day before. Yeah, And like, he, like he had a great time, but, but like, it was just kind of like, he was there and he lights and blah, blah, blah. Like this year he would have had a blast. Like he would have known yeah. like characters and all that kind of stuff. Like, and I saw that. I'm like, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah, we went lot. to
1: monster jam and down at the arena in February of last year. And he, same thing. Like he loved it, but like, he didn't quite, and, like now he asks, like, I want to go. And he sees it like on TV. He's like, yeah. I want to go there. I want to go there. And I'm like, oh, we can't.
0: Yeah. We were supposed to go to Disney uh, in April of last year. And then we, we postponed it to October just in case things were, you know, normal. Obviously it wasn't. So, but like before that, we would watch Lion King or whatever. And before it starts the whole Disney castle thing pops up and my wife's like, Oh, we're going to go there. And so we got to the point where he's like, can we go there? And it's like, shit one day.
1: I know. I know. know, Yeah. I don't know if you ever um, have taken him to steam town, like the way the trains are um we went outside, there side, which is nice okay so right. it, that's like my like when we need to get out of the house for a couple of hours like we'll go walk around steam tango and the trolley museum is good because there's usually nobody in there um
0: that's when, good I, to know. when i've
1: been there at least but it's something to do to get out of the house with them.
0: yeah we went on a tr- like a tr- train ride with santa claus not this past year with yeah. that uh down down that way yeah but yeah yeah. So you're married and have a kid yeah. and you've been working. You from home. Too. I know. So we're old and we have children and, yeah. but you've been working from home yes. since March. Like, so it's March 12th. Yes. Yeah, so. I was. I always thought like, you know, women want to be a stay at home mom until they're a stay at home mom. Yes. But, but you know, more than ever, moms are not only, and and, and dads too, but like, you know, moms are home and they're working. So it's like, they're taking care of children and they're also working their jobs. Like how difficult has that been?
1: Yeah. It's, and I've had this conversation with, I think with my coworkers, a couple of my coworkers with my husband, like I'm home. So I feel like, you know, I want to get the laundry done. I want to cook dinner every day. I want to get all this stuff done, but then I also have work to do that. Like, and I'm for, so at the beginning of the pandemic, my mom came and stayed with us for, um, a couple months. And so she would kind of help out when I needed to like have an hour or two of writing or have like a longer conference call. And then maybe if, um, so now my son goes to my mom's house two days a week, my mother-in-law's two days a week. So, um, he's not with me 24 seven, like he was in the beginning. Cause right. it was, very difficult to work when you even with my mom here, my husband being here, like you, like, I don't know if your son is around your computer at all. Like as soon as the computer's out, like he wants to play on it, like with the buttons and I'm like, I need to write, yeah. but yeah, it's definitely been difficult. And, um, like trying to find the balance of like, okay, I need to get my work done, but I also want to like make dinner and like, I'm not a stay at home mom. I'm and I'm working full time. So like, where's the balance? And then like, sometimes I'll have my computer out at night doing stuff. And it's like, and I've talked to this about this with my coworkers, like you don't really have work hours now. Like it's just kind of working whenever you can get stuff done. Um, I also with, and I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, my husband, myself, and, um, one of his friends, we started a nonprofit that helps veterans, um, in Scranton. So a lot of times I'm working on stuff for that. Um, and we actually just got chosen um, through, it's called Carry the Load. It's like a national um, organization that honors fallen veterans, um, specifically around Memorial Day. And we they pick um, national nonprofit partners and um, they picked, I think, 30 this year and we were one of them that got chosen. So it's definitely going to be um, a lot of work <laughs> um, to keep up that partnership. But they do some really cool stuff that's going to help us do a lot of fundraising um, for our organization. And again, even with the with the nonprofit, it's like, um, you know, a lot of it is like busy work. and I'm like, I don't have time for this. But then you see the results of the people that you're helping, you know. We got a letter from a man that we helped um, move for a new job that said, like, we literally saved his life. He couldn't he didn't have money anywhere. And, you know, there's just you realize how many veterans really fall through the cracks with things that the VA can't help them with, Um, like getting a ramp, an adaptive ramp for their house. Like they don't have the money for that. Um, we just got a request for assistance today for um, somebody who needs help with groceries. So like we've been, I've been buying, running a price shop and buying grocery gift cards and just mailing them out to people who need help. So it's definitely, um, you know, it started out me just helping them out. They were veterans. They wanted to do some stuff to help veterans. And now it's like, I mean, it's more than that now, you know, yeah. and we've helped so many people and we've raised ton of money. I mean, I think last year we raised over $50,000. Um, and we paid out just, I think a little bit more than that in, in donations last year too. And I think it was a really hard year for everybody. And the fact that we were able to help some veterans, you know, with mortgage payments, um, some families that needed help with groceries, it was, it was good. Um, and I hope that this partnership with this, um, national organizational help us do a little bit more.
0: That's great. And is there a reason, and I think I know the answer, but I'll let you, you say it. Um, why your, your husband is so involved with, with that And, and you, you as well, but I mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So my, my husband is, um, a veteran. He was in the army, uh, for four years. Um, and he, so when he, he came back to Scranton in 2007, um, he went to school to, uh, for business. And then I'm just trying to think of the timeline here. Um, and then he went to mortuary school. So he is a funeral director. Um, and, uh, being that he was a veteran, he wanted to do something, um, locally to help people around here because he saw the need. He, I mean, he witnessed it firsthand when, when you get out of the, out of the military, you know, you're in the military one day and you're a civilian the next day, and there's no you know, guide to, as to what you do next. And a lot of veterans will apply for disability. And, you know, several years ago, it was sometimes a year before they would get any response on their, on their disability claims. Um, so like just in the meantime of helping people where, you know, I feel like it's not in the, like as mainstream to, that people know, um, that there is a lot of, like, I feel like there's a lot of help for veterans out there. It's advertised and it's like something that people talk about, but they don't talk about the need that a lot of veterans don't get fulfilled through the VA. Like off the top of my head, I could think of this veteran who had, who's an elderly veteran. He had cancer. He got a bill for his ambulance ride to the hospital that was like three blocks away. And he didn't have the money to pay, you know, a lot of veterans lived on fixed incomes and he didn't have the money to pay for that. So. you know, my husband and dealing with a lot of funerals and a lot of veterans, um, specifically, he sees a lot of the needs that these people have. And I think that him and, um, another, our other co-founder, Sean, he is also a veteran. Um, it's, they saw a lot of the need of these veterans that fall through the cracks that don't have, um, the assistance that they need for, you know, things, like I said, like as small as groceries.
0: Yeah. I think it's amazing. And I don't want to like talk too much to about it because I don't know enough about it. It's a shame on me, but I feel like we, we fail our veterans um, every day. Absolutely. You know, and I don't, I don't know how it's like, how, you know, back when we were in high school and before that, like, I mean, it was like, you know, serve your country. It's an, it's an extreme honor and you'll be kind of set for life or whatever, or however it was kind of worded, but like, I mean, was that a, was that a, was that wrong? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think that, and I mean, this is just my opinion. I think that the VA is, um, almost doesn't have the capacity to deal with the amount right. of veterans that, um, come and go through there. Um, you know, I, I can't speak to it. My, my husband could probably speak. That's, that's a different podcast for you. I think you okay. could probably speak to that a little bit sure. better than I can, but you know, I definitely, there's definitely a need for people. And, you know, I, we work closely with um the Lackawanna County director of veterans affairs and he deals with, I can't even imagine how he does, like he deals with crisis, crises, right <laughs> every day, like trying to find a veteran, a house, um, yeah. you know, uh, it's just like somewhere to live or, you know, getting them in a hotel until they can transition into something else. Um, it's just, I mean, and I feel I feel like being a part of this organization now, like I feel as though prior to this, and especially because my husband is a veteran too. Um, I think I was very naive about, you know, and just any like worldly things before, like, you know, there's been a war going on for all yeah. these years. And, you know, I never really thought anything about it but like seeing firsthand that veterans really need help um i think is something that a lot of people don't think about until it's right in front of them right too. And i think we're
0: all guilty of that yeah, yeah. for sure i mean I, I definitely don't know enough about it um so if yeah if he wants to talk about that i mean i i would love to you know if he wants to i mean by all means oh yeah I, he definitely he
1: definitely would i mean especially with um the or fight for vets um the organization that we run i'm sure he he'd love to talk about
0: yeah that's, i mean that's that what i want this i want this to be outside yeah. of just us you know rem- reminiscing about you know weekender days i want this to be a platform for people to utilize and and not i'm not sitting here saying i have like a this you know massive network of people but yeah um, I I mean, i hope that I hope they built it to that point where people like, you know, your husband could join me and and, and reach a lot of people and and uh create awareness. Cause I, I it's it's that's what that's what's wrong, I think, is people just don't know about things. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it too. Yeah, and
1: I mean we we've had like great support from not only our friends and our family and people in the area, um, like it started with and you had mentioned the vault it started this all started at the vault with um uh, my husband and his friend sean being the veterans and steve the owner of the vault and i think a couple other people that worked there doing like the first outdoor boxing that scranton has had since like the 90s so it started out as just being like this little event and then that was in 2015 i think and now it's like we you know we're just pulling in donations through facebook right now we haven't even had an event in. A year, you know, we usually have a golf tournament where we get a lot of our funds from, um, which we weren't able to have this year. Um, we didn't have a fight this year, which that's one of our main events. Um, we've done the boxing matches, I think we did three or four years, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we haven't had so we've been just relying on Facebook to do fundraisers. Um, just recently we did a fundraiser for um, a local kid like in his 20s who has staged three colon cancer and we raised like $15,000 for him. And like, the great thing is there's no, um, there's no fees through donating through our Facebook page. So all that money went right to him, um, which was great. So,
0: Do you think anything you've done at the weekend or helped prepare you for your current job as, as well as uh, you know, fundraising for our veterans?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think I think the weekender, definitely, like being in the business of dealing with like bar owners. I think <laughs> that definitely
0: they're nuts. Gives you some uh, interpersonal
1: nuts. skills. Is that uh, the
0: yeah? I think that's is that
1: great. the right thing to use? So. They're
0: nuts. They're <laughs> um. Nuts.
1: Yeah. You know, and like having to pick up money from. I remember having to. Do you remember the castle in North Scranton? No. It was like super sketchy. Like I think I think it got shut down because there was like too many bad things that happened there. Um, I remember sitting in the parking lot, like in my car and like opening the window a crack and being like, thank you. (laughs) Like taking money from them (laughs) and looking back, I'm like, that was probably like, I was in like a, it was like an empty car lot or something. I was picking up money and like, so I think, you know, just dealing with, I mean, business, if obviously business owners are passionate about their business, so, um, you know, people wanting to be on the second page of the weekender and kind of talking them like out of that and negotiating skills, I think. Um, and that's one thing with my job now. Like I remember this was like, this was a couple years ago. We had um, some type of weird um, client. I guess you would say that we, this, actually, this was at an old job. And somebody's like, you're really good at dealing with like weird people and like letting them down easy. <laughs> So I think that definitely, yeah, that's a weekender scale. So.
0: Did you have any of the, uh, the back page ads? I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I still remember, um, it was called a lady in stocking and a lady in stockings and and heels. heels. Yes. (laughs) Oh God. I wonder if she's still around. I
0: don't know. (laughs) I mean, their business has to have suffered in a pandemic.
1: Yeah, I, I never met the lady in stocking and heels. I think they uh, they must have mailed a check or something because oh, man. I did not know where where the stockings and heels were.
0: I will never forget the moment. There was two. There was two moments in my career <clears> at <throat> the Weekender. It was a place I can't remember the name of the business, but it was right next to ah. Uh, it was a, it was a, the Hideaway. It was called the Hideaway. The hideaway initially was like uh, two double wide trailers, uh, <laughs> combined.
1: I feel like I remember this going to pick up money with somebody there.
0: Maybe has, since they built a nice facility, that you know, <laughs> I haven't been there in a long time. But they were one of my accounts. Um, but next to it was like a, a massage place, and this woman came out and she to pay me. I went, I drove to like Nanacoke to get the money. And a lot of them dealt with cash. Like you had to go pick it up. Oh yeah. But she 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 <laughs> reached down in her boot. I mean, I guess there's worse places it could have been, but like I just remember digging down in her boot and just pulling out money. I'm like, oh. I feel oh, like I remember God. this. God, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's terrible. And then there was a place on River Street in Plains, no longer there. Um, but like. They welcomed me in and I had to wait for them. But they, like, I don't know if they lived there or what, but they they had like cabbage. They had cabbage in like strainers. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand what they were doing. Like
1: to eat it or I don't
0: know if they were making like something. I don't know. (laughs) But there was cabbage. It was, it was such bizarre. So bizarre. I was telling, I was telling Jane. I'm, I'm sure like, it
1: smelled oh, horrible. Oh, it was there. terrible. Terrible. It smelled like cabbage. Right. How are you doing, having a little episode. Oh, she's coming over.
0: <laughs> Give her a pet. But yeah, those were interesting people and bar owners, man. Like, there's a lot of bar owners that are like really smart business people. The V Spot runs a tight ship, they do really well. Beer Boys. Is uh, that still open? Yeah, Beer Boys is open. I mean, they've expanded. I've, I haven't
1: been down to wilkes Fair. Yeah, they've it's, expanded. My, my good friend has um, an apartment building down there. We went down. This was before I had my son. So this is years ago. We went to that Franklin's, yeah. which is nice. Yep. And I, we went out to some other small little bar on a side street, and I don't even remember what it was called. Yeah. Don Donahue's?
0: That was Sanuna's. There was a Donahue's like down the street down 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 on South Main Street,
1: I think that yeah that must have been it. it was like super tiny,
0: yeah, that was a while ago, but so some like run like good business like um beer Boys has since expanded like in a nice outside patio and stuff.
1: Where is beer is that by King's?
0: yeah, it's behind it's like on North Washington Street, which is like behind yeah. Kings like.
1: Yeah. I can't picture it.
0: Yeah. But they do like, I mean, it's well run. Like they know where the money's going, but I remember there's some bars back in the day, like they were just a nightmare to deal with. They, I mean, you know, it was, it was, Hey, I'll pay you tomorrow. Can I add run without, you know, without paying you now?
1: Oh yes. I remember that.
0: You know, and it's like, it's hoping and praying that they actually pay you, you know? But yeah, I remember some
1: of the, um, I don't know what, what back page ad it was, but they would come in and pay cash and like, Nobody would want to go take the cash from them.
0: <laughs> it's weird. It's Crazy. Weird. Strange. Strange. But what a place. What a place.
1: Okay. Now my dogs are just being annoying. My other, the other ones here to get pet. Like, no.
0: Oh, boy. You have multiple? You have two?
1: <laughs> two, yeah. Yeah, two boxers. And uh, we had another one, but it, he uh, he passed away last year. Oh, I'm sorry. So he was he was old. He had one eye. And he so my husband got him when he was stationed down in Savannah. So we always had like he had a southern accent. Um, but like that dog if that dog could talk, like he had seen it all.
0: <laughs> How did you and your uh, husband meet? So
1: we actually met when we were in eighth grade. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so uh, he went to West Granton High School, and I went to Riverside. Um, so we didn't go to high school together and we met, so you wouldn't know this cause you live down in Wilkes-Barre, like this in front of the steam town mall was like the place to hang out when you were apparently in eighth grade. <laughs> okay. Um, and he asked, he came up to me and he tells a story way better than I do. Um, he add, he says his friends want to know if he could have my number. And that was what he had asked me. Um, and i gave it to him and like we talked on the phone all the time cuz like that was like the cool thing to do when you were yeah. like in 8th grade and i don't know we probably talked on AOL on like dial up internet your... yeah <laughs> um but yeah so we were we hung out um a lot when we were in high school um and then he joined the military and you know i i was at Wilkes and um we randomly what year was so it was 2009 um, we saw each other at Panera bread and we had lunch together and we were together every day after that. So just like yeah. that. Yeah. And now I, was... I'm always like, let's go to Panera. He's like, I hate, there. I hate the food there. I'm like, <laughs> well, you good thing you were eating there that day, you know?
0: Yeah. Right.
1: That's so funny. when, when did you and Amanda, were you, and, I feel like you guys were together when I was, or maybe I yeah. was like still hanging out with everybody from the weekend or I, I feel like I remember you guys being together.
0: Yeah, we met. um, Well, actually, I met her in like 2006. She was a model of the week. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But uh, so I met her then. Um, But she had a boyfriend at the time. And she was one of those girls. I'm like, so I always thought she was like, I'll tell it as to her face. And, you know, till the day I die, like, I said, she was like, stuck up. Because she's beautiful and she she also is very shy. So she wasn't very like uh vocal. So she came in for a picture or whatever, and Steve took the photo too, and but like she just didn't really talk. Like, so I was like, oh, this girl's hot, she knows it, right? right. Also the boyfriend though, too. This is no 06. I remember the model of the year party that year. Um we had actually come across her. She was outside of like, outside of evolution by herself, and like. Steve and I are like are you you good? And she's like, yeah, like my boyfriend or whatever is down at the bar downstairs drinking. She wasn't twenty one at the time, and so the a year later, was it a year a year later, I don't know. She may have been modeled again. I fr- I forget how it all went down, but uh, two thousand eight is when we started talking. It was funny because I I what. The, I don't know if I messaged her on MySpace. I had the whole the whole conversation printed out because we always, oh, we always really? yeah, we always like argue about like you know I always say she fell into my trap and she says that I, I fell into hers, but like, uh, I, I think I had been drinking one night and I just shot her a message and it's um, kind of how it started. And then I just didn't think she was like interested, so we stopped talking. And I remember I, I texted her on like Valentine's day because tanks was hosting a shredger X party in conjunction with Nine Seven Nine X. And I remember I texted her saying, Oh, you know, if, if you're looking for something to do on Valentine's day, you can go to this party. Cause I knew she had broken up with her boyfriend. And like, I, I don't know what she said to that. I just, I didn't feel like, in. that
1: was a good way in.
0: Yeah. So I, I, that was just like, that was me like throwing a line out there. Right. And like I don't, I, just, I in my mind I just, it wasn't really feeling like I, like she was like at all interested and in whatever. So like I stopped talking to her. So a month goes by. I'm on a bus to Boston to go to to Boston for St. Patty's Day, uh, and I started drinking. We started drinking early in the morning, and I think I shot her a text, and I forget why and I don't even know what I said to her. But I said something to her. I shot her a text, and she responded, and like I was like. Shit, like maybe she is interested. Like, um, so I went to Boston, came back, and like a week or two after I got back from Boston, we started hanging out. That was like March of late, late March of 2008. I think we yeah, started, yeah. So made, I was
1: at, I was definitely at yeah. The weekend. Or yeah, we yeah, made it official. I, I remembered you guys like being together.
0: Yeah, I made it official April 5th, 2008. Oh, wow. So we're coming up on 13 years
1: oh my gosh
0: yeah it's crazy it is i can't believe everyone, it's been that long yeah it's I, it's crazy and everyone's like dude you like way out of your league i'm like yo i know but like leave the fuck alone
1: i i was laughing i think it was jane uh when jane was telling you that i was laughing because mm. i mean just, i mean it was stunning.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's stunning yeah way out of my league and I, <laughs> you know what i say to that nice nice guys finish first what can i say I had some buddies that started a podcast they were they were doing theirs and they were they were I, I got brought up and <laughs> they just started ripping on me about how um, she's like way out of my league and Stockholm syndrome and lucky like, assholes assholes <laughs> that's but funny. Yeah. yeah so 13 years later we have a beautiful son um everything's good yeah, once we could do something
1: again we we could get they're like right around the same age yeah
0: absolutely yeah i'm like dying
1: to take him to a rail riders game like we missed out on that last year anything
0: anything right like, there's so much and it's like i mean there's still stuff you can do i i just thought i just talked to a kid the other day he um wrote a book about dinosaurs and my son i don't know what your son's into but my son is like yes he
1: loves dinosaurs
0: everything dinosaurs and it's so, funny story. We were walking, I think we we're in Target, walking down the, the the toy aisle and he sees this dinosaur, right? And the name is written across the bottom of the dinosaur the box. Mm-hmm. He tell like he he can't read obviously, yeah. but he says that's what it is.
1: What so this is so funny that you said this because my son is obsessed with dinosaurs too and he like the one day he just said pterodactyl out of nowhere and i was like is that the one your son knew is it pterodactyl
0: no no <laughs> it was like a weird I, one it was a cra- I, I could not pronounce it if i was looking at it trying to pronounce it That's like well so funny it's crazy
1: yeah i don't know why like what is it with dinosaurs that like, kids i don't
0: know There's... like they
1: don't even uh, do, uh, do they realize like <laughs> do they realize they're never going to see a real dinosaur probably not <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, the, the, so I, I assume that you know, he's, he's close to my son's age. So he like Christmas this year was probably pretty decent as far yeah. as like understanding it. Right. All it, this, this was like, I'll, I'll probably tear up talking about it, but he, um, cause I remember like me, myself doing the same exact thing. So like we were at my, my mom's house, um, it was a very small gathering. So don't come after me. <laughs> um, but he got his, he got a, I think it was a Velociraptor dinosaur something. And he had a bunch of presents, right? But he got this one and he wouldn't let it go. He kept holding on to it. And he was very like, you know, await my turn for the next gift. He was very, he was just so well behaved. I was just so impressed and so happy that he was just so like just cool. But he just held on to this dinosaur because he didn't want to let it out of his sight. Like he was just like, this is the gift. This is the gift of all Aww. gifts. And it wasn't like anything crazy, but like he just held on to it like yeah. the whole night. And I just remember, you know, me being a kid and having those moments where I got this cool gift. I'm like, this is the, yeah. this is the best.
1: And you brought it everywhere with you, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 so great. I mean, I wish that we would have done it earlier, um, but my wife was in the school forever. Yeah, for starters. Um, and then when we first started talking about kids, like I was always like, if I have kids, I have kids. If not, that's cool too. Yeah, But I remember we were sitting outside of our friend's house, like about to go into the party. So we had, we had a blast. Like we would go everywhere. We would do everything we wanted to. Um, we had a lot of fun together. And it's like, do we want to give this up? And she says, you know what? I don't want to give this up, but you know, when we're 60, we'll we we'll be saying, man, I wish we had kids. And I said, you're right.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. yeah so. So, yeah, so, you know, we've had some, some issues, uh, having another one, um, but it's part of life, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know it's life is just, I mean, this whole pandemic and everything on top of that. And I know, you know, you had talked a little bit on your other podcast about it, but like, so when the pandemic started on the 12th or 13th of March, I was pregnant and, um, think it was April 1st. So like, this was when cold, like you, we thought we were getting COVID from mail. Like, you know, everybody was crazy. (laughs) And like, I didn't leave my house for 19 days. Like I didn't, I I would go outside and that was it. Um, and then April 1st, I went for an ultrasound and we had found out that we lost the baby and I was 23 weeks pregnant. So I had to, I had to go to the hospital and, and give birth. Like it was horrible on top of everything else, you know? So I'm sorry. it's crazy to hear how many people have issues and problems and, you know, just don't talk about it, I guess. Well,
0: that's the problem. And like, I hate, I don't like bringing it up for, a,
1: uh, yeah, an, the, an, an, I'll like, I, I do not talk like I've not talked about it with a lot of people. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to, don't want to bring it up. I think because it's just something sad, um, but I know like you would talk, you had been pretty open about talking about it in past ones. So I yeah. was like, I should, I should, I should talk about this. You, know? you
0: definitely should Bridget. Seriously. I mean, you know, there's a stigma and especially for women, um, you know, cause a hundred years ago or Gosh, there's a
1: ago, cat fight outside of my house right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't these cats know that we're talking deeply? About deep. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah, problems. no, sorry. I was like, what the heck
0: is that? Sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I, I mean, for women, especially I, like years and years and years ago, like you guys were, know, you weren't meant for one thing, but like I feel like you got you, women were, they, they felt like they were here for one reason, and that was to reproduce and, and have children and and all that kind of stuff. It's obviously a different world today, but you know, that, that has continued on and, and i i feel like women think that if they can't do that for whatever reason that they're a failure or um there's a there's a ton of different things behind it and it's unfortunate and i i always say like if we don't talk about it we're not gonna you know move forward you know with this this situation and and overcoming that i mean it's, it shouldn't be something that's kept to yourselves yeah, here, yeah I definitely a moment. It's so sad. It's so yeah. and, and you feel so alone, right? And I feel like yeah. an asshole because I'm a here I'm a male who I can't have a child, right? Um talking about it. So it's like, who the fuck am I, right? But no, I mean I
1: don't think so. I mean, just because it's didn't ha- it didn't happen it still happened to like to you, we, you know, it it just didn't happen. It happened to you know, like that impacts your whole life, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah so she she was pregnant. Um, so the second loss we experienced was around the same time you did. She wasn't as far along, but it was it was uh, St. Patty's Day when she uh, miscarried. Yeah. So right around. So that was the second one. And then this this third one was the most devastating, which is oh, like, I, I can't imagine like at your level because that's that's twenty three weeks is a long time.
1: Yeah, I You're mean, running. but I I I don't think that makes that hurt any less, you
0: know? No, but I mean, yeah, for us, we were going, we saw two ultrasounds and we, we saw Mm -hmm. the heartbeat. This is the third one was we were going to hear it and there was nothing there. So you were even past that. It's just, just,
1: and I I was by myself at the doctor too, because you couldn't bring anybody at that point. So that, but I mean, luckily my, my doctor called my husband, Andy, and got him there quickly. So that was just, on top of like the whole COVID and anything, like scared to even go to the hospital. You know what I mean? Let alone yeah. have to be there for you know a, a couple of days. So, yeah, that, I'm sorry
0: you guys went through that. That's yeah. I mean,
1: and I'm sorry that you you guys did too. It it sucks. I mean, there's no there's no easy words to say about it. I don't think.
0: No, I just think enc- I encourage anyone to talk about anything they're going through. I mean life is so short and and so complicated it's it's so and you know i don't know how your parents are but like my parents like my mom my my mom's tough um my dad's no longer here with us i don't don't know how he really would be but i mean their generation was like you know just pick yourself up and and dust yourself off and Mm -hmm. keep moving and I, i mean that's that's good to an extent i think but you know, you can't bury those, those feelings, you know, it's just strange. It's, it's, but I think our lives are more complex in that there's so much more going on. Like our parents didn't have social media. Our parents, you know, they worked social media, (laughs) but I mean, they, they, they worked nine to five jobs and they came home for the most part. I mean, not everyone, but I mean, I, we're we're so accessible now, whether it's through work and emails or social media or whatever. It just, life is complicated.
1: <laughs> that it is. Especially when you're pretty much cooped up in your house for almost a year. You yeah, know? that doesn't help. That's like some days I'm like, I just need an adult to talk to.
0: <laughs> well, you're like, one you know, of-
1: even... Even some days I hate like the fact that I'm here doing work all by myself all day. And I'm like thankful, like that's what like something like this to like have an adult conversation with somebody, you know, like my husband's here right now. I could sure. I could talk to him, but this is different, you know. I haven't talked to you in 14 years.
0: It's been a long time,
1: <laughs> you know, and and I think this is a fun idea talking to everybody that's been at the weekend or you know, seeing where everybody is now. Um, I think it's fun. Well, so it's this is definitely
0: it's What's night that? and day, right? It's night and day. Oh yeah, it's like uh, it's, literally
1: a lifetime ago.
0: Yeah, like we're, our lives are a complete 180 from where they were. Oh, absolutely. And I'm so happy. Right.
1: Like
0: there's, there's, there's not like I don't think there's like one person like that worked at the weekend or who is not doing well today. Like, and that makes that that fills my heart with so much joy just to see the people that I you know was first introduced to you know in my career doing well and you know happy and um you know married or you know, as you heard from Jane she's on her way to uh uh you know whatever she's going through but i mean
1: yeah
0: there's still good things in life and no matter what you know bad things come but uh for the most part we're all we're all happy we're all doing well and yeah and i think see. this
1: I think the silver lining of, despite how shitty everything has been lately is, you know, my mom came and stayed with me for, and my husband and our son for, you know, four or five months. And that's time that I never would have regularly spent with her, you know, in her time, she wouldn't have spent with our son and, you know, being with, my son, you know, pretty much twenty four seven for so many months, and oh, I mean, I'm sure you know, like the days. When they say the days <laughs> are long, some of those days are long. Um, yeah. But the silver lining of it is, you know, when I I feel like I'm going to look back and miss this time that I was able to spend so much time with him, and like just being super fortunate, and that you know I still have my job, my husband still has his job, and you know we're able to be okay despite everything else that's wrong in the world you know just trying to see the silver lining of everything else i think in it
0: yeah you're absolutely right i mean it's it's definitely a moment in time where we have to cherish with our family that we get to be with them more um you know, i was fortunate because my wife was still going to work every other day so i was home mm-hmm. every day and she was home every other day and thank god because i don't know if i could have done it myself every day I mean,
1: yeah, that's why I mean. I was very lucky to have my mom here for as many months as she was. And, you know, my husband was crazy busy um, for a while being a funeral director. And, you know, that's and I said earlier, like, that's why I just thought we were going to get COVID earlier, being that, you know, he was embalming COVID cases right up in the beginning, you know, and nobody really knew at that point, like can you get it from somebody that has, is deceased? Like, I don't know. And he knows the science behind that. I'm not even going to try to (laughs) try to talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's definitely interesting. Like I've been helping out and doing like the, like the live stream videos of funerals for people who either can't have their family from that are far away or, you know, like a few weeks ago, um, I don't know if you saw like Scranton Santa died, like Santa Lou. Um, so, you know, we live streamed that and, you know, we weren't, if it wasn't a pandemic, I feel like, you know, a lot more people, it was really nice because a lot of people showed up outside the church with Santa hats on, but just like seeing, and that's another thing like that. I feel so fortunate about like seeing all these people that have to have their loved ones pass away and they can't have, um, you know, the big service that typically people do have, um, but you know, my they've been able to adjust um, at the funeral home and figure things out and work through it. Like you know, there's different regulations all the time. And again, if you talk to him, he could tell you more about it. But,
0: yeah, please, by yeah. all means, like let him know that I I would love to talk to him just about. Yeah,
1: he's he's here somewhere. He might be like he might be laying on the couch. I don't behind like right behind me. I don't even know where he is. Actually, <laughs> we're remodeling our basement, so he's probably. Oh, nice. He's probably down there. That's why usually I would be in my little office, but I'm in my kitchen right now. So, um, yeah, well, that's been like our pandemic project.
0: Nice. And that's what a lot of people have been doing. They're they're home and lifting up carpets and finding a lot of dirt and saying, "We gotta we gotta clean this up."
1: Oh my gosh! We literally just ripped up a carpet, and I was like, "This is disgusting."
0: <laughs> that was a, a what is it analogy? But yeah. No, but
1: literally, yeah. literally just did that.
0: That's funny. But, well, I took up a lot of your time. Uh, I do appreciate you doing this. It's been an absolute joy talking to you over, uh, well, sit, you know, it's been 14 years, so.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It's I'm crazy. so glad you're doing well. When all this is over, well, I know, I think Rachel had posted on somebody's podcast, like, we all have to get together because we that do. would be so much fun.
0: It would be. I wanted, I, with the first episode, I'm like, you know, we should do like this hopefully you know we're not still locked in our homes or you know social distancing but it'd be cool to have everyone back and do like a big zoom call but again i think that would be chaos i mean i mean but there's two of us now right and and there's times where we talk over each other and not even on purpose but just because like there's a you know a lag almost so yeah i don't know how that would go but i would rather see you all in person anyways
1: yeah, that would be. I think once the pandemic's over and once, he, so how many people do you have left to to do from the weekend? Oh, I have
0: here? tons. I have tons. Like, and that's what was cool about this when I was putting it together. It was like, oh, one thing I wanted to ask you were you were you part of the pioneers team? Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, the promo team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought so. I wasn't. I couldn't remember for sure.
1: Yeah, I think when was that? So I think that was this. Was that in the summer? Was there league in the summer?
0: I think 07, was yeah.
1: That... Okay, yeah. So it was the summer after I was an intern. Yeah. And the summer before I was an employee. Yeah, so I was on the promo team. So we would, like, throw out footballs on the field. Um, do, like, games with people in the stands. That yeah. was fun. You know, I, we didn't get paid or anything, which, like, thinking back, I'm like, why did I do that <laughs> and not get paid? <laughs>
0: You were young and naive and you just oh, wanted to, you know, pay your dues. Right now, but I have like, I've got tons, like Joe, people that you were even before you, like Joe student. And well, obviously Mike G, uh, Nikki Mascali, Janelle Price, Christina Dugan. She was before your time. Katie Gross was a little bit before you. Damian pick was before you Rachel Pugh, obviously I'm going to save her for last. Um, but, and there's even more on this list that, you know,
1: I was dying over the story that Jane told about that at the, uh, mo- uh, at the casino when Rachel had to host the fit. I remember that. The- so that was like, I don't know what we did battle of the bartenders and it was like a complete flop. Yes. I remember yes. being there. I
0: wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was
1: terrible. There was like three bartenders that showed up yes. and we were like, Oh, I guess you guys all win. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that. Yes. I remember and I remember leaving and I don't know, like for whatever reason, I didn't drink that day. And I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, things are getting <laughs> out of control. And I remember going home. It was like during the day. It was like, yeah, I remember, of the day.
0: yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: But yeah, I think Rachel's will be really good.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, she, she was there for, she may have been at least nine years and I was there for nine years. So she's got I'm sure stories before I was there and there's a lot of history there just in general. I I remember
1: one time there was a bar owner that was like super mean to me and I won't say who they are. Um, And I called her and she called the bar owner and like flipped out on them um, for being mean to me. And I remember they called and apologized to me.
0: One thing about Rachel Pugh that I will never take away from her. She always had our backs oh definitely. Even, even if we were wrong she she had our backs and you know it's one of those things where we had those jobs i mean i was young i was 22 when i got the just turning 23 maybe i mean i was young and i was you know partying and, and having a great time and A, I wouldn't. So if I had a different job, I probably wouldn't have done those things because I would have been more responsible, but like the weekender gave me enough leeway where like, I could have a lot of fun. And if I screwed up, I'd at least get a warning, so to speak. So like, I mean, Rachel was just, she always had her backs and she was always our number one fan. And definitely, you know, she's, she's texting me, you know, um, after seeing some of these and, you know, saying like, Oh, you know, I, I, I wish I would have done this differently. And, you know, yeah. I, I didn't know so-and-so felt that way about this or you no, know, you know, has regrets about certain things like all of us do with, with life. And, um, but yeah, she was, she was great.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen her in years. I, I randomly saw her at a rail riders game right after my son was like a newborn. So this is like three years ago um, for like a second. I didn't even like really get to talk to her and, I, other than that i probably haven't seen her since the weekender
0: i think she has like 10 cats now
1: oh my gosh. yeah I'm, I'm friends with her on facebook so yeah. i feel like I, I see the cats don't know okay. their names like i knew your cat's name
0: but <laughs> i don't know how you knew the cat's name i don't name.
1: know how i remember that. i'm kind of you worried must, about
0: that now you must
1: have like a picture or something oh I definitely did. with it's like its name on it or something yeah absolutely absolutely yeah.
0: it's just funny <laughs> now I'm kind of concerned that like I had a, a, an issue, like, why am I talking about my cat?
1: Like a weird cat that rather yeah, than I the want, cat but, lady, might... the, you were the cat guy.
0: <laughs> I love that cat though.
1: I can't believe, I mean, that's great that it's, it's still alive. I just can't believe that.
0: I can't either. But like, I have like, we just moved into a new house back in August and I got some furniture for the basement. Cause like, it's a little bigger than the house we had prior. So we didn't have like stuff to furnish the basement. So we got like a couch and a chair off of Facebook marketplace. And it's like, I it's it's all covered right now with uh, sheets because the cat just lays on it, destroys it. And it makes me angry. I don't ever like want to come down here and and enjoy myself. And there's like a nice bar down here. I have a TV mounted on the wall. It's like a man cave for real. It's something I always freaking wanted. And I just have no desire to be down here because he's just (sighs) a disaster. I literally can't have anything nice
1: yeah our dogs are about the same I've, two nights in a row i've or mornings I, we've come down to poop and like and i know something's wrong with her it's not
0: her fault like yeah i know i know um
1: but it's like come on you don't go to, you haven't went to the bathroom in the house in 10 years
0: yeah and i feel bad too because like obviously your son probably knows the dogs too and my 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 son knows the cats so it's a discussion that one day that we'll have to have, and I don't want to have that. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. He loves, my son loves our dogs so yeah. much. So I thought about that today when I was taking her to the vet. Cause I like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, this, like, this is it. Like they're going to say, she's not okay. And they come out, they're like, the blood works great. I'm like, there's something wrong. <laughs> so.
0: I guess we'll wait and see. But, well, good luck with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm looking forward to getting together with everybody once the whole pandemic.
0: That reunion behind will be us. that reunion will be better than my high school reunion. I guarantee <laughs> it. I yeah, I no don't know where would we even do it. Like, um, I don't know. We were talking about like there's hops and barley's. There's River Grills, a nice space.
1: Whoever your sponsor is, then maybe that. a may <laughs> so sponsor right, well, you
0: at that point. We need to time. get a sponsor. The sponsor will have we'll fifty guests. Reunion. Fifty. <laughs> previous weekend our guests and we'll all promise to act like we acted back then so we, we won't admit, drink you I will admit. make the money back <laughs> <laughs> all right well go put on some uh lingerie <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is so embarrassing so it's embarrassing
0: a, it's all good it's so much fun so
1: Thank but, you for thinking I was uh, fun enough to he- be on your podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> like I said,
0: this is more for uh, for me than it is other people. Uh, and I no, hope no, it was, I, it was I hope great. it's. I hope it's great for you guys too. I, I, you know, it's. It's. I wanted to have a way to document this stuff, because my memory is going, it's. 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 It's with the kid too, especially like my mind is just oh, full of stuff that you
1: know, I know you said. <laughs> And your one that I watched today, you said Blippy. Blippy. My son has Blippy underwear. Like, I'm like, is this creepy that there's a giant Blippy on the butt of the underwear? Is that weird?
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird. Uh, are you are you aware of what Blippy did before yes. he was Blippy? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Weird. And then my he's got underwear. Like,
0: yeah, my son doesn't have underwear.
1: And actually, he's not, he has not. Watched- he, he was into it more like a couple months ago. Now he likes a couple other things. On YouTube that aren't
0: that, thank God. He hasn't watched Blippy in a, a few days, so maybe he's over it, hopefully. I might, my thing is like I, how does this guy go from acting like Blippy to a normal human being? Oh my gosh. I enough? like
1: I like Googled him. He makes so much money. It's so insane. Money. And he and I was very he's a veteran too. Is he? Yeah, I think really the air I think an Air Force veteran, yeah. I would not have Yeah, I would not wow. have guessed that either
0: good for him so. good for him well cool well thanks again uh we'll, this will get posted up on the 27th so next wednesday okay cool but yeah cool, cool. so awesome it was great catching up with you yeah I wish you, you too. wish you all the best and like i said talk to your husband if he wants to to sit down and talk about like veteran stuff and and kind of
1: yeah oh my gosh he definitely will yeah That'd um i'll be awesome I'll- I'll uh, just friend if you friend request him on Facebook, and then you guys can talk on Messenger. Okay. Um, Or I'll tell, or I'll have him re- uh, friend request you.
0: better. or just, you just let him know that I'm uh, mm-hmm. interested. So. Well, yeah, he definitely will. Awesome.
1: All right, thanks. Cool. Well, thanks. Have, have a great night. Tell Amanda that I said hello. And I will. Thank you. I'll be thinking of you guys. You too. All right.
0: Bye. All right, see you.